everyone. I am your host, April Hansen, and this is Arkansas Catholic Asks, a podcast where we interview newsmakers in the church about what matters most to you. We are a podcast produced by the Arkansas Catholic Newspaper, and today I'm very excited because we are talking with Diocese of Little Rock Seminarians, uh, Dewan Booker and Joel Brackett. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you so much. Yeah, glad, we're glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to talk with each of you because you guys both have kind of an interesting story. But just to let our, intro, our, our um, not readers, <laughs> our <laughs> listeners know, uh, Dewan is 23 and he is going into his second year at the House of Formation in Little Rock. And Joel, who is 22, is going into his third year. Um, and you guys will be ordained to the priesthood in 2025, God willing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and I know, Dewan, you'll be entering the theology program at Assumption Seminary in San Antonio, and Joel is going to be finishing up his final year of philosophy at the House of Formation. And we are going to be doing an article on both of these guys, so all our listeners, be sure to check out our August 8th vocation section of Arkansas Catholic Newspaper in both print and our free digital edition. And we'll be sharing, you know, more about Dewan and Joel's story, but we wanted to hear it straight from them today because it's pretty unique. Um, the two met at Hendricks College in Conway and experienced a conversion together and have both accepted God's call. So we want to share all that, but I want to start out with a little bit of an icebreaker first. So tell me, what is a funny memory that you two have together? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know, I'm putting you on the spot. There's so many. <laughs> Yeah, give us a minute on this one. <laughs> um, well, well, probably the first time that I'd ever I'd ever spoken to Joel, I just came up to him in the locker room uh, after a football practice, and I was like, "Hey, man, you want to go to Sonic?" And so I, I, guess, I guess it's pretty funny that the first conversation we ever had was was about me trying to get him to go eat fast food. I think that I was going to say not, up. <laughs> not a very in depth uh, first meeting. <laughs> <laughs> He kept asking me every day. Every and day I, yeah, and, and, I, and I got denied every day as well. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and uh, obviously that was the starting point to many more conversations that I'm sure were a little bit more in depth. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's start with Dewan. You know, I know that you grew up in Dallas and primarily attended the Baptist church as you got older. So then you got the opportunity to play football for the Hendricks Warriors. So what was your faith life like when you got to college? Well, uh, I, I will say that I was, I was well-rooted uh, growing up, um, mainly, mainly through my grandmother. Um, I mean, it was, it was mandatory church attendance, you know, every Wednesday night for Bible study and every, every Sunday morning we were there on time. We were actually there early because we had to go to Sunday school uh, before, before the church service uh, started. And so definitely had that instilled in me. I definitely was aware and, and, and had a relationship with the Lord. Uh, but but with, without having the responsibility of having to be uh, a big brother, you know, to my younger siblings and stuff, uh, I just, I just kind of saw college as a, as a, as a great time of, of liberation, of, of, of freedom, of freedom, so to speak. And so, uh, and so I, I pretty much, I just, I just, I don't know, I, I, I didn't handle that pretty well. I kind of got into a lot of a lot of different things, uh, you know, and, and the, trying to be in the life of the party and, and living a, a college, you know, a bachelor lifestyle, and 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 those things just kind of led me away, away from my faith. And so there was a point uh, while I was at Hendricks where I would I would probably say I was not living uh, a life that a Christian ought to live, and I would and I did not uh, really have a relationship with the Lord at all. 
how did it feel, you know, just kind of looking back on those moments, you know, to where you are now in your faith life and looking back at that time? I mean, was it an empty feeling or how did you feel kind of looking back on that? Um, you know, I try not to, you know, I, I, I try not to, to, to think about it. Um, I try not to kind of compartmentalize, you know, that, that time of my life. I feel like, I feel like I, I can only look at it uh, from, from more of a holistic perspective. And I think that looking back on it as a whole, obviously that time was necessary in order for me to be where I am today. And so, and so looking back on it, I definitely have a better relationship with the Lord. I definitely have uh, a better understanding of who I am and how I relate uh, to the world around me. But as far as, that, as having that time back then, I think it's definitely uh, given me experiences and, and taught me a lot about myself and, and a lot about how uh, I can serve. I can serve others uh, that are in similar situations. And so definitely feeling more full and more fulfilled uh, in my life right now than then. But then at the same time, I know that if it wasn't for that time, then I probably wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thankful that, that the Lord has, has been with me every step of the way. Absolutely. That's great. Well, and Joel, I understand that you grew up in a Catholic family in Rogers and went to Catholic schools, but you also kind of fell into that party lifestyle. So kind of the same question, you know, what was your faith life like when you got to Hendrix? Yeah, when I got to Hendrix, um, my, I, I really lacked a lot of conviction in my faith, uh, lacked a lot of I had a foundation of my faith from my family and from Catholic school and, and things like that, but I never had anything that, that um, developed a truly Catholic worldview, a truly Christian worldview. Um, yeah. And had no, had no personal conviction, conviction as, as this being truth. Um, and so because of that, the mass was still something that I attended most of the time out of almost functioning more as, as a, as a, cultural or familial custom or something like that as more, more so than, than something that's, that's uh, the most important thing, the most um, life-giving thing in my, in my life. Um, and so I was still going to mass most of the time, most, most Sundays, but it was after a late Saturday and uh, not, you know, not, I, I was simply going just to, just to feel good about myself. Right, just <laughs> so, kind of like on autopilot then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that, like and that was, that was, there was no depth. There was, there was nothing. Um, yeah, there, there was no depth there. And, um, and that, that, yeah, that was, that's all that it was. So. Do you kind of feel the same as Dewan and just having those experiences or having that understanding of kind of that, you know, lack of faith there for a while or just kind yeah. of going through the motions? I mean, is that going to help you in the future in terms of, you know, the way you minister? Yeah, I really, I really like what Dewan said, and um, I kind of feel the same way that, of course, there's that part of me that wonders, you know, um, gosh, if I wouldn't have wasted so much time or if I wouldn't have fallen into um, all these temptations so often, you know, where could I be today or something, you know, something like that. Right. Um, but then at the same time, obviously, that's just pride speaking and, and, and desiring my own will um, as opposed to God's will through my vocation. Um, but then, yeah, there's also that side of me that's like, man, I'm, I pray that I'm, I'll be able to, to relate with a lot more people, um, and, and be able to having experienced a different worldview, um, a different way of, a different way of living that, that I can, I can relate to the world, um, and just more, more in that way. And so, um, yeah, I'd say I feel the same way as Dewan, more or less. Well, 
And I do want to kind of break for a second and talk a little bit of football because <laughs> um, obviously you both were on the football team. So what uh, positions did you play when you were with the Warriors? Uh, well, you know, a lot of people around the state of Arkansas may not know me uh, by my birth name of, of Dewan Booker. Uh, if you know me as the QB killer, uh, I'm the same person. I play defensive line. And so my job was to get after the quarterback and to make the offense have a hard time whenever they played this. No, right. sure. Linebacker safety. Kind of a little bit of both. Technically, okay. uh, linebacker, but functioning a little bit as a safety. So. And, and so, yeah, and so, and so the both of us were both on the defensive side of the ball. And so, you know, we, we both were in the same meetings, learning the same concepts. So we spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah. yeah. Would you say you're both pretty talented at football? Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hesitation from Joel there. <laughs> it would, it, it would, it would not surprise me to be inducted into the Henders Hall of Fame. To be honest with you, I'd, I'd like to think I had a pretty good time there. <laughs> That's awesome. So, do you think you could uh, play as well now that you've been out of practice as you did back in college? Oh, 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 I, oh no, ma'am. I don't. I don't have it anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't do the things I used to do. You know, we uh, we actually we played basketball here a few times a week and. And just the way I feel after some of those games lets me know that, you know, my playing days have passed me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you have any sort of just memorable moments? I mean, maybe from a game or, you know, anything that kind of stands out? Um, I don't know. I, I guess, I, guess I, I, I miss, you know, the thing I think about the most whenever I reflect on that time is, is the, I guess, just the process. Just the process of, of, of waking up in the morning, uh, not wanting to be at practice at 5 a.m., but getting through it. Uh, eating breakfast together, going on bus rides, you know, with the whole team and, and staying at the hotels and, and, and fooling around and stuff like that and getting, and getting you know, pumped up before the games and everything like that. Uh, just, just the camaraderie, the, the, the team camaraderie and kind of that, kind of, kind of that brotherhood uh, and, 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 you know, kind of everyone being a part of something uh, bigger than themselves. I, I do miss that and I like that. And, and yeah, that was, that was a good time for sure. What about you, Joel? Yeah, I, I agree with that a lot. Um, I mean, my coaches, our coaches, especially Coach Buchanan and all, all of our coaches that, that we had, um, just had really big influences on us. And so that's, that's those people are the first, and, and people we spent time with on the team, those are the first things that come to my mind whenever I think of, when I, when I think of the good, the good memories of, of playing football at Hendricks, so. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when you were talking about that, Dewan, it kind of sounded like, you know, when you talk about this, the themes of brotherhood and stuff like that, and obviously um, it's different than a football team, but you're kind of in a new brotherhood being seminarians. So I kind of want to talk to you about, you know, how you got to that point. Um, I know that uh, you both were kind of led back to your faith. Um, Dewan, after a student ministry service at UCA, which is the University of Central Arkansas, and then for you, Joel, after attending Bible study with a Protestant teammate. Um, and I know that summer, and I'm wondering, was that the summer leading into your sophomore year? It was leading into my sophomore year, ma'am, and leading into Dawn's junior year. Okay. And you both attended a nine-week Protestant discipleship program with teammates and a bunch of other students. So kind of tell me, because it's my understanding that that was kind of the turning point for both of you. So what was one moment during that program that really awakened your faith? Um, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is, so every, every Thursday we, we go out on development because it was in, it was in Destin. We were there for nine weeks and um, every Thursday we go out on the beaches and we evangelize to all the people sitting there trying to keep to themselves. And um, I remember the first couple of weeks, whenever I still had little to no grasp on my, on my Catholic faith, 
um, but I was starting to develop a relationship with the Lord for the first time. Um, I, I remember talking to people on, on the beach um, about sh- sharing the gospel with them in a way that we had been taught to do. So at the, at the, at the, the camp. Um, but I, ha- I remember as the weeks progressed and I started to fall more in love with my Catholic faith and realize the truth of it, that I, I had a greater desire to talk, to talk. Um, I couldn't keep my mouth shut from the guys that I was, the other guys who were in the camp with me. Um, I couldn't stop talking to them about Catholicism and the guys who were walking with me down the beach while we were looking for people to talk to. And so my, that's, um, that's, that's one of, that's a turning point for me. I think that I really think about whenever I um, became really vocal about my faith, uh, my Catholic faith for the first time. And um, yeah, that's, that's comes to mind for me. Um, and so um, a, a little bit, a little bit prior to the camp, I, I'd kind of been, you know, the Lord was kind of working on my heart and kind of, and kind of, and kind of tugging on it and, and kind of leading me more. And like I was, I was really diving into scripture and, and really trying to get a better understanding uh, of my faith and the faith uh, to which we're all called. Uh, but specifically at the camp, uh, one, one, you know, one, one thing that, that really stuck out to me um, was that th- th- there was a lot of things in the camp that were intentional as far as things that, th- things to try to get Joel uh, from being able to attend mass. And so, uh, you know, at first, at first there was a thing where, you know, we all were supposed to go to the same church, which was like a, a, a Lutheran church. Uh, and, and, and they didn't want Joel to, to not go to church with everyone else. And, and then there was just some things, you know, kind of things being said, whether it be a, a presentation that we'd have and, you know, there'd be like Catholic jokes or anti-Catholic stuff. And, you know, just pretty much every day, you know, Joel would probably get an anti, some, some kind of Catholic jab or Catholic joke or, you know, the things like that. But really, I think the thing that really stuck out to me, uh, really thing that made me curious in his faith was that, uh, you know, at that time, Joel wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the most, um, he wasn't the most well-versed, the most, 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 most educated uh, Catholic. But still, even, even, even in a time like that, he just had a, a great persistence about him and, a, and really a duty. Um, and, you, and, you can see, and you can see that he felt as though it was a duty uh, to, to attend, to attend uh, mass. And so like me, I was, a, I was a Pentecostal at the time, but it really wasn't that big a deal for me to go to a Lutheran church or to go to a non-denominational church or really anywhere. Because like everywhere, like anywhere, you know, in, in, in my frame of mind was like the house of the Lord. I can, you know, I may not like the church, but it's still, you know, church was just church to me. And so, and so it really wasn't a big deal to not go to my home or, or, or to, to worship in my, in my style. But I can tell there was something deeper and something, uh, you know, more, more, more strong about Joel's faith uh, that then led him to say, no, this is not negotiable. I'm going to, I'm going to mass every Sunday. And that was something that he just, he, he never let up on. Uh, no matter how much you got bullied, but yeah, but that, that, that was something he never let up on, and and um, yeah, and so that so definitely that's something that, that that went into me having interest. And okay, so what is this thing that that this guy is 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 receiving, you know, at mass that, that he that he feels like he can't get anywhere else? And so that's I would say awesome. that's probably the thing that that started that, that that got the wheels turning for me. Well, and it is kind of funny that you say that because it seemed after that you kind of were both on a mission to convert the other person 
Um, I know, Dwayne, you had written in your seminarian biography that you had thought Catholicism was not Christianity, and I wanted to save him from it. So what was kind of your major misconception about the Catholic faith at that time? Well, um, number one was, was, was probably idol worship as far as the, the, the statues and the veneration of the saints and, and Mary. Um, certainly, certainly, certainly did not have a, a clear understanding of, 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 of the papacy. Uh, I've, I certainly have come along with in, in that department, but I, I thought that, I thought that, that, that the Pope was, was worshiped uh, as well. Um, and so it was just, it was just things like that. And, um, you know, there, there's a doctrine, um, in the church that I went to called, um, called, uh, there's a few, like, 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 like scripture alone, um, once saved, always saved. And, you know, just different, different talking points like that. And so because in Catholicism, there's, their sacred tradition, uh, which is paired with sacred scripture, uh, but but in, in the in the in the faith that I that I had at the time there was just scripture, and so anything other than scripture was not was not was not the faith. I know I know that may sound weird, but but that's just kind of that, that's kind of the, the the mindset that I had at the time, and so it was easy to differentiate uh, myself and 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 others that were that were more you know close to close to my denomination from from Catholics because Catholics had kind of in our eyes just a bunch of a bunch of extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, and Joel, I know that you were still drawn to, you know, your Catholic faith, um, but you were questioned a lot by Dewan and just didn't know some of the answers. And in your biography, you had written, I remember Dewan telling me we are either going to, either both going to end up Catholic or we're both going to end up Protestant. So what was it about? I mean, why did you stick with that? I mean, is it just I guess how tough was it to be questioned that often about your faith and why you believed what you believed? It was really difficult because there were a few hundred people at this at this camp this summer, and I was I was the only Catholic that I met. There might have been a couple other in there somewhere, but that but no one was vocal about it. And so it, I definitely felt attacked every day by everyone, and um, it was really difficult. Um, but now I look at it as such a great blessing and. Um, obviously what, what changed my life. Um, and so, um, so yeah, of course it was, it was really difficult, but, um, we just, we started talking cause we lived in the same little condo with a few other guys. And, uh, I remember him just walking into my room one day with, after I had kind of started to learn more about my faith and, um, you know, started to learn some of the basic answers to the basic, the basic apologetic questions, you know? And, um, he, I remember him walking in with this notebook one day of, three pages that he written out of just all the things, all of his objections to Catholicism. And I said, all right, give me a minute, give me a couple hours. And I researched everything that I could uh, to give him more objections. We were just so serious. And it was, it was a fun, it was a really fun time, good memories, but, but yeah. <laughs> well, so what was it like then when you both kind of dived headfirst into Catholic theology and church history? Because obviously, Dewan, you were coming from a place where, you know, we're not very accepting of Catholicism is my understanding. And then Joel, you were coming from a place where you didn't know as much about, you know, the inner workings of your faith. So what, what kind of happened when you both decided, hey, we're going to really study this? Yeah, so we it really all started in that conversation when we said, um, you know, we're both either going to Protestant or we're both going to Catholic. I was, I, I had the, I was assuming that we both ended up Catholic and he was assuming that we both ended up Protestant and we were just saying that the, the statement to be nice. But <laughs> after that conversation is kind of when it all got going. And from then on, um, 
we just started with with the basics of the faith you know um what do we believe about the eucharist what do we believe about the sacraments um about mary all just kind of going down the list checking everything off um and then slowly progressing into 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 deeper things um and we were just amazed that every 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 little topic that we we'd get into um we just were amazed by the the truth and the beauty of the, of 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 the catholic um of the catholic faith regarding each of each little each little detail uh just was just amazed us and um so it was really just reading together watching thing watching stuff on youtube together uh reading scripture together just just really just going down the list of all, all the things that we believe uh going through the catechism together you know just things like that so yeah well and and Dewan, what was that feeling like for you when you're like oh no I'm going to probably be Catholic now. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was, it was, it was really tough. And, and so um, as we're, as we're kind of doing this um, really prior to the camp, um, I, I, I kind of felt a, um, a, a, an urge or, or a calling uh, to, 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 to really get in the ministry to do some kind of, I don't know what, I don't know what that looked like. I didn't know at what point in my life I would do the ministry. I don't know if it'd be after having a career you know, starting a church, or, or or whether that whether that meant going straight into ministry, doing youth ministry. I, I didn't know what that looked like, but I definitely felt called to to minister to others uh, about my faith. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was really tough to accept Catholicism because uh, ministry, um, as far as it, it, it's non-lay ministry, uh, is it looks a, lo a lot different in the Catholic Church uh, than it does in in other places, and so. Um, that that was that was really you know a part of my a part of my accepting Catholicism was accepting you know the the role of the priest and accepting you know, you know accepting 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 you know the, you know things like 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 celibacy and 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 all those types of things and so definitely definitely uh, was was pretty tough and I remember the first day you know when 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 I first kind of noticed that you know it was downhill from there was whenever I, uh, me and Joe and I were reading, reading scripture and, you know, we're reading, we're reading, you know, Hebrews and, and, and some of Romans, you know, we were talking about, you know, the, the, the us being surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses and, and just com the communion of saints. And I just remember, I just remember saying, okay, I'm going to try. I, I just remember being so nervous to, to, to pray to the saint because it was something so different for me. So yeah. different. And just, I just remember being like, okay, um, uh, uh, Paul, uh, thank you for, for what you did. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I, and I, and I thought like I couldn't leave this guy else. So I was like, and, uh, and Moses, uh, <laughs> thank you too. <laughs> and so it was just, it was something like that. And so it, there were different things here and there with that. And, you know, like my first time going to a holy hour and, and kneeling before and kneeling before and, uh, an image and things like that, that, that I felt uncomfortable with at the time. Uh, but just but just growing in that and just trusting that okay God you were with me before and I trust that you're with me now and you're obviously leading me to this thing so I'm choosing to trust in you. Well, and you know I know that you that then did convert to Catholicism in 2018 and the only person in your family to do so. But I want to go ahead and ask you know when you both had the calling of the priesthood because that's a huge I mean that's different I mean than getting you know deep into your faith but having a actual calling to the priesthood is very different. So when you both had that calling, how did you tell each other? Do you remember? Um, I remember. Let me see. 
okay, I remember the first time that I kind of experienced the call a little bit. We were actually driving. We had, we just played a football game in Texas, uh, I think around San Antonio. And we were just taking the bus after the game late at night. Most of the guys were asleep. And uh, Duan was in the far back of the bus. We were on the same bus. And I was in the front of the bus. And we were just, uh, you know, everyone was asleep. I was just watching videos on my phone. And I started just scrolling through. I started watching videos about the priesthood on YouTube. Um, and this was a few months after we returned from, from our retreat in Florida. And I just remember I was just overwhelmed uh, with emotion starts bawling my eyes out uh, in, in the bus. And I was, it was, that was the first time that I, it just came out of nowhere. And I, I felt called to be, to, 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 to explore this a little, a little more deeply. And so I remember I texted him uh, on that bus ride. I was like, Hey man, I don't know if you're asleep, but, Someone just came up. I'm just like freaking out right now. I don't know if this, I don't know what this is, if this is real, what this is, but just pray for me and keep me in your prayers and all that stuff. That's, so that's my first memory of telling him. Um, I don't remember exactly when you first told me if you did. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I was, um, and so, yeah, and so, and so obviously I, I kind of felt the call to ministry, but then once coming into the, once I, 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 I was, I, I, I guess once I entered the church, um, you know, then there was a little bit of apprehension, like, okay, I do accept the church, but God, like, is there any other way that I can serve other than, other than this way, as far as, you know, what, what you're, what you're calling me to do in my life, and so I was kind of wrestling with that for a while, and, you know, I, 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 I'd known Joel uh, was planning on entering the seminary, um, but I was just, I was writing an essay one time, and I was a philosophy major, and I was writing an essay one time, and I was just really honed in and focused into my essay, and as I'm writing these, as I'm writing this, this essay, I'm just really just pondering the things of the Lord and really just having, having him just, just, just penetrate my heart in the, in this moment. And I just decided that at that time that I was going to say yes uh, to his calling to the priesthood. I remember I sent, I, I, I called my parents and, and then I, you know, I caught sex Joel, asked him to come stop by my, my dorm room and, and just, just, I, just I, I still remember the conversation we had. It was just, it was just such a joy to, to, to be able to just to just to tell them and you know obviously you know we we embrace it which is really exciting that that that, that God had um had allowed our, had allowed uh, our past to to continue uh from there just just as, as being a part of his church and and of serving his church and, and his people in this way so it's definitely it's definitely a beautiful thing that that I'm that, that I'm we're, we're both certainly grateful for well, and that's what's so neat, I think, about your friendship and your story, because you kind of, you know, were, came from a place of just being kind of lukewarm in your faith or just being kind of lost in your faith and to kind of growing in it together, but, you know, kind of your own personal journeys as well. So what does it mean to have each other on this journey together, you know, to have that continue that friendship and kind of experience formation together toward the priesthood? The, the, the familiarity and, and just the relationship that we that we've had uh, previous uh, to entering a seminary um, is, is is very important. It's very useful uh, in our relationship. Now I'm not I'm not sure if our, if our if our viewers know, but Joe and I are roommates right now here at the House Formation. We have been for the last year, and so and, the last day. yeah yeah we're we're moving out we're moving out soon. But uh, but yeah, just very just very excited, very very excited uh, um, to to be able to to take the experiences that we've had together and to use them in, in future relationships and in future, you know, ways of ministry uh, as well. So, so definitely Joel's been a blessing 
uh, to have here. But but just one thing I just want to that, that I ponder all the time is I think about you know if Joel thinks about his life. You know he originally went to Hendricks to to play football, uh, and because that was a school that gave him the most aid for for music. He's he's a music buff as well, so he was a music major, and so he went to Hendricks to 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 play the piano, sing in the choir, and to play football. Uh, and I went to Hendricks just to play football and to have freedom that I so long that I so desperately desired. And uh, just to see, you know, that that <laughs> from where I was, you know, uh, just to be in this position, uh, you know, in this church, doing what I'm doing, and for Joel to be in this position, in this church, doing what he's doing, I just think it just it just really points to nothing but um, points to nothing but the presence of of the Holy Spirit in, in both of our lives, and 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 in our willingness to say yes to. To God's calling for us. Because if you asked me, you know, five years ago, if I, if, if, if someone honestly would have told me with a straight face that I'd be here doing this right now, that I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd call him a liar and I'd say, and I'd say, there's no way, and you obviously do not know me. Uh, right. and, I'm, and I'm sure Joel might say the same, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's just so, it's, it's so overwhelming to think about that even in that moment, uh, that I'm, this hypothetical moment I'm talking about five years ago, that God loved me enough to call me to where I am now. And so I just think it's just a really beautiful thought. It's a really beautiful thing. And so, yeah, certainly, certainly this relationship is, 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 is going to help both of us be better priests and, and to be better servants of the Lord, you know, someday. And so you definitely can't really separate, it, it can't really be separated uh, from, from, from anything. I think, I think that God is, God has ordained, you know, this relationship, just like he ordains our calling, just like he ordains pretty much all things. Uh, in our lives. So definitely thankful for the blessing that Joel is in my life. Mm -hmm. And Joel, do you have anything quick to add to that? Um, I mean, I just totally agree with all that. And um, yeah, I mean, just as, as Christians, as Catholics, as humans, it's vital to have relationships with, um, with other people and it, 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 it benefits your walk with the Lord. And so um, it, it, it can be positive and bring you closer to the Lord. Um, our relationships can. And so hundred percent, um, we're, we're definitely blessed to be in the seminary and have, have such a close friend, um, in the seminary, um, you know, just with, with them, we can share deep things and, um, and yeah, just walk, walk, walk down this, this path together. So, yeah, well, and, you know, I do want to talk about this because I think it's important, especially right now, Dewan, you have been very vocal as a young black man about injustice you know, especially in light of recent tragedies. So how can your friendship with Joel, who is white, be an example to others? Well, Joel and I's relationship is, is, a, little, is a little different because it's rooted, it's rooted in, in, in things of the Lord. And so it's rooted in the, in the study of scripture, it's, root, it's rooted in, 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 the, in, the, in seeking the salvation of souls. And so whenever that is our mission, it's it's very easy to look past and to see past. I don't think Joe and I have ever had any kind of issues. Yeah, we, we haven't had any issues ever with, with race or anything like that. We've had discussions and stuff like that where, where, where we didn't agree with each other or something like that, but but never anything. Yeah, we've never had any issues. I've never looked at Joel and him looked at me and, and just know, having us notice that we're different, you know, racially. But, mm -hmm. but, but certainly, but I think that certainly goes to say, uh, because kind of like in Christ, you know, we're all one. In Christ, we're all equal. And so because our relationship is founded in Christ, um, things like that, you know, divisions of the world don't really come and, 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 and kind of and spoil it, you know, and, 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 
and, and, and divide us. And so uh, I think it can say that it's possible, you know, with the help of the, with the, help of the Lord uh, for race relations in our country uh, to improve and, 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 and to get better and, and, and to be in a place where we can honestly say, you know, I love you and, and I love you too and, and not have any quarrels or qualms or hold anything back uh, from, those, from those respective statements. And I just think that's just because uh, we, we need to do a better job of incorporating the things of the world in our, in our lives and how we think and how we form relationships. Absolutely. Well, and I do want to ask you just kind of my last question to wrap up uh, pretty briefly. What is the best quality in your friend, um, you know, in each other that you will, that might make a good priest one day? Like, so for Joel, what, what about Dewan would make him a good priest and vice versa? Yeah, the, ever since, ever since I met Dewan, I've known Dewan Booker as, as the person who has more friends, who knows more people, um, than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. This guy, I mean, anytime we go to like the seminarians, go visit someone's house, it's always Dewan making best friends with the with the with the owners. It's always Dewan talking to people in in the stores everywhere. Dewan is his friendliness and his ability to connect um, with anyone anywhere is something that can really um, really have a huge uh, impact on his ministry. And so um, he's blessed with with an incredible uh, extrovertism. But that, yeah, but yeah. that's about all I got. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I can't really think of anything for Joel. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. Uh, I think, I think that Joel has has a really big heart. Uh, I think, I think, I think he loves, um, he loves with all of his heart, and I think that, and I think that, um, that he gives all of himself to anything he's doing. You know, in any in any task that he needs to complete, he's going to give everything that he's got to complete it. And I just think it's, it's, just, it's just very admirable. Like around here at House Formation, Joel's known as the guy who spends a lot of time studying, you know, a lot of time, a lot of time, you know, in the chapel, a lot of time doing everything because in anything that he does, he gives it, he gives it his all. And I think, and I think that's going to really pay off as far as when he's called to serve people. Cause I mean, God doesn't call us to serve people with part of our hearts. He calls us to serve them with, with, with everything we've got. And so I think Joel's going to be have a leg up on everybody else as far as, as far as being able to adapt and to know how to serve everybody because he does it and he practices it every day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that the church is going to be very blessed, of course, to have both of you as priests one day. And I hope and pray that um, your formation continues to be, you know, fulfilling for you. And, uh, you know, I want to thank each of you for taking the time to share your story of friendship. And, um, you know, I know our listeners are going to be praying for you, too, as you continue your formation. And uh, we want to end or we actually do end each of our podcasts with a prayer. And we try to pick ones or have our guests pick one that's um, meaningful to them. So I understand that both of you have brought a prayer that is meaningful to you. So let's go ahead and pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Oh God, most blessed Trinity, we desire to love you and make you loved. To work for the glory of your holy church by saving souls on earth and liberating those suffering in purgatory. We desire to accomplish your will perfectly and to reach the degree of glory you have prepared for us in your kingdom. I desire in a word to be a saint, but I feel my helplessness and I beg you, oh our God, to be yourself our, sanct our sanctity, since you loved us so much as to give us your only son as our savior and our spouse, 
the infinite measures, the infinite treasures of his merits are ours. We offer them to you with gladness, begging you to look on us only in the face of, in the face of Jesus and in his heart burning with love. Amen. Amen. And the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We thank you guys so much for, for having yeah, us I on. Yeah, I, I do want to say one more thing. I just, <laughs> want, just, just to our listeners, uh, we just want to say thank you uh, for your faith. Uh, because we wouldn't be here, you know, without without your prayers and without and without your sacrifices that you guys make for us. And so we're definitely thankful uh, for all of that. And we just and encourage you to continue just to to trust in the Lord and and whatever and whatever uh, He's asking you to do. And and just just like I say, just thank you again for 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 what you guys are doing because you guys are the backbone of our diocese. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for for giving that little a bit of uh, praise to our listeners. I know that they appreciate that. And I want to thank you both again, uh, Dewan and Joel, and to all our listeners, of course. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe to our Arkansas Catholic Ask podcast and to follow Arkansas Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and our website at arkansas-catholic.org. You can also subscribe to our print edition to support our ministry or subscribe to our free digital edition through our website. And be sure to check back for future episodes of Arkansas Catholic Asks. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. God bless you. God bless.